2: Oh, I even
3: heard, so. I mean, Texas, nice. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. This is Hangover Tuesday.
4: Yeah, you weren't feeling any better over there.
3: I didn't realize that there was going to be booze at the VIP building piece. Mm. And the more people you talk to, so if you talk to one person, you're having a drink with them, right? A new person shows up, you have a drink with them, too. So is one turns to did? two turns to 12. You
4: having a hard time over
3: there today? I'm having a real hard time. (laughs) Real hard time.
4: But I see that.
3: It was a fantastic uh, gig last night. I don't think that they expected the numbers. I shouldn't say that. Vic told me this is going to sell out. And I don't know how he knew it. The other one that they did up in Lake Worth sold out as well. But this place, they closed the doors at 830. And there were people still coming in because I was watching the gate until 831.
4: Well, they've had fireworks at the amphitheater for years and years that people would go out there. But I think this is the first time that Vic was the sponsor. Have you Oldies. been to this amphitheater? I have not. But people in West Boca always talk about that's where they go for fireworks year after year after year.
3: That place I have never been to. I didn't even know it existed. I, they have another, there's a hill, right? And it looks down with a couple of trees that still aren't maturing. They're getting bigger, but it's slow. And, and the whole thing was full. Behind there, there's more land, right? And then there's the lake.
4: That's what they've got, baseball fields, right? And the That's water there, park is out there. there?
3: Yes. But I was thinking, there weren't many venues and many trucks. We have a gentleman, and his wife, that came in um, from the venue last night. I spoke to them first before anybody.
4: Florida and he, crepes, and they ran out, so we don't have any crepes well, today. Well, huh? he
3: always wanted to be on radio. Ah. So we're going to give him a chance to do his, nice. stick, his stuff. Nice. And I said, well, come on down and we'll talk about what happened. His wife is pregnant, by the way. She may give birth any minute.
4: Congratulations.
3: Any minute. And she giggles and laughs about everything. She's in stitches over what he (laughs) said. So we should have some fun with it.
4: So happy Tuesday. You're going to get out of this. P.T. Barnum, the American showman, was born today in 1810. I saw the movie. Today is National Graham Cracker Day also.
3: I had mine with peanut butter. (laughs) No. <laughs> but but this is an interesting conversation we're going to have today because they had a booze truck there and they had a burger truck there and then they had him. The Florida crepes. And there's a whole science to this thing.
4: You this know, do you a, like crepes? Do you have like Nutella banana crepes or do you eat like Swiss cheese and I ham and cheese in a crepe? I
3: never had a crepe.
4: Come on.
3: And the reason that I went to talk to them. Was, I wanted to know what the hell a crepe was.
4: You've never had a crepe. Linda's
3: had them. I have never
4: wow. had
3: a crepe. I've never Bonnie, talk about right deprived
4: now. childhoods, right? No crepe?
3: Exactly. No, exactly. And his are, now he's from the UK, I believe. We're going to find out. And I think they're French crepes? No. They're English crepes. They're yes, no? He's from Something?
4: the UK, but you have French crepes? No.
3: I have no idea. Yes?
4: French. 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 French crepes. And he's from the U.K. Aren't crepes French by nature? I have no idea. This is one of the reasons. I <laughs> right? Hear. Aren't crepes French by nature? Yeah, I think so.
3: Crepes are French.
4: Yes. How do you know? Like cannolis. That's cannolis Italian. are Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Like rice
3: and beans, which are in Puerto Rican.
4: <laughs> I don't know, but I'm hoping you're going to come out of this whole hangover situation you've I'm had. Up, I'm up. You know, we start meetings, and you're not the one that usually gets up and leaves the meetings.
3: Because I had a sense that somebody was here, and I almost I was looking for a number. I didn't have a number, and they're standing in the in the lobby. Oh. And the kids didn't come get me. Maybe now, they didn't know they were there. They come
4: get me if they have a broken nail. Maybe they didn't know they were there. They came in so quietly. I they
3: were there. He says he had a. Delicious taste of his wonderful glass of water.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to it's Tuesday. I feel like we're just behind a day here. The Brooklyn Cafe Show. Our phone lines are open, 888-994-4995, Studio A. Get that rocking and a rolling. We've got some great new ideas that we're bringing forward this summer. Business growth and coaching and call to action and new networks. So a lot of great things that we've been working on over the weekend.
3: You see, that's one way of saying it.
4: How would you say it?
3: I'm from the Bronx you know pick up the damn phone and call because I want to hear the phones I got yelled at this morning by my producers that you guys ain't calling we've never been a big caller. no but we numbers are tremendous so if you take half the numbers and they call in
2: oh my gosh, they're gonna
3: be in a lot of trouble over oh there.
4: my gosh how about just one call 888-994-4995 studio a let us know how your fourth of July weekend was yours was very eventful mine was pretty quiet pretty chill yeah, I like you're going to
3: gonna find out they were there.
4: How many people were at this event?
5: How 4, many?
3: 2,500. It was packed, yes?
5: I think it was. Slightly- and it
3: was starting to swell because it went over to the other side. I don't know if you could see the other side. <laughs> that's where the fireworks were. Did you see the fireworks?
5: Uh, briefly. You
4: see, so- you guys to pick up your mics. So on the other side,
3: mm-hmm. it got it, it got swollen. Swollen? Yeah, that's where Mar- 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 Margaritaville was. I almost won this stupid trip. You saw they called the ticket to win the free trip to the Bermuda, I think it was? I was the next number.
4: Seriously? I said, what a joke. You sure Linda didn't have that one? It doesn't matter who had it, it matters who wins it. That's what I meant, Linda didn't have the winning ticket if you had the next one? No,
3: no, we had the two below. Unbelievable, if I had won, forget about it.
4: Forget about it, would you have gone?
3: Yeah, when do I leave now?
4: <laughs> you guys, can we lighten up the gain on their camera, please? So tell us about the event. There were food trucks. This was sponsored so, by Oldies.
3: It was Oldies and the Parks Department, but Oldies, uh, Vic Latino. Check that name out. His name is Vic Latino, the owner of 95.3, 96.9 FM and 1478. I thought his name was
4: Vic canellas
3: You may know him as Vic Canellis. I know him as Vic Latino. <laughs>
4: Just wondering because the radio stations, this is Vic Canellis Radio. And
3: these guys were all big, big DJs in New York in the day. Big, big. And when I tell you big, Madonna big. Nice. Um, and these guys now um, have gotten into the radio business. And they wanted to highlight that yesterday they turned over WNN from talk radio to music radio, except for 6 to 8 because we had the community liaison. Whatever the hell that means. So Vic asked me to take pictures, meet the vendors. so I went over there, I met the vendors, and I was like, what the hell is a crepe? At first I thought it said creep. Then I said, wait a minute, that ain't right. I said crepe, and I've never had one. So I met this gentleman, and he's British, and he's always wanted to do a show on radio. So I
5: said, come on tomorrow. I grew up up listening to talk radio in England. Somebody called Dave Barrett. I would go to bed and listen to these phone-ins for years, um, so I was I always loved radio, and all sorts of media. And you've never been on radio before. I don't think so. No. College. No. Nope. I used to work in media a little bit, but I was never you know this. I was never this side. I would just sort of help with Facebook lives for somebody and things like that.
4: I like that they gave you the sparkle mug.
5: Yeah. <laughs> That no, wasn't me.
4: I know it wasn't you. It had to have been Bailey. Great There's
5: coffee, by the way. I can't wait like to the try coffee? this Brooklyn Caffeine uh, Cafe Show coffee. <laughs> I, have to I can't wait to try that.
4: I'm looking at just looking at the environment. They gave him the sparkle mug, but that's nice. Well, oh. tell us about your crepe truck. I can't believe you've never had a crepe.
5: I never had a crepe. Well, we it? we started. We rack. decided to do a, a French crepe truck about six months ago, and from the. I don't know, well the idea came from about 20 years ago in the UK, I come from a city called Bristol and I used to work um, an evening shift in the city centre of Bristol, which is the seventh biggest, sixth or seventh biggest city in the UK. So there's lots of um, pubs, clubs, things like that. So I would be one of these people that worked as a street vendor essentially, and um, for somebody else. And then uh, I did a couple of jobs like that uh, two different cuisines. One was French crepes, so I just used to make them. And then another one was Liège Belgian waffles, which is kind of a, it's, lo- it's like a mixture between a donut and a waffle. You don't really have them in the U.S. so much. They Aren't were those f-
4: those thick waffles that you put ice cream on?
5: Well, they kind of have pearl sugar inside. Uh, oh, wow. Um, there was a, a company featured on Shark Tank, and they got a deal. So they are becoming more popular um, in the U.S., but um, so... At some point, I might sort of circle back around to that idea, and maybe do another food truck. But the French crepe idea really came from that. So six months ago, we kind of stepped off the diving board, if you like, and we we basically were renting a place in Jacksonville, which is where we're from. And from the day that we got it, we decided we we wouldn't sleep at home. We just decided that we were going to put everything into it. So we started what is basically now our street food uh, food truck, which is solely crepes. So that's our story in a nutshell. Do so you make the crepes? We we make them from scratch. You just scratch. don't
4: fill them, but you make the crepes.
5: Yeah, we make them from scratch. So there's two different ways you could do it. The the, the crepe truck that we bought was from by a French gentleman. He'd made the truck in Tampa, and a, a sort of older gentleman, sort of near a retirement, and they ran it for two or three years. So we use a recipe. So we mix up the eggs, the flour, the sugar, and the salt. We do things from scratch. You can go with a short shortcut and buy a mix and just put water in it but we don't do that so we make everything from scratch and all the ingredients that we put in are fresh so they're, you know whether or not you would get this specific French crepe with this ingredient in in Far- in Paris you know maybe not exactly the same ingredients but everything's fresh and made to order so there's no sort of fast food element to it in a way even though it only takes a couple of minutes secret is pre-
4: keeping it really thin right
5: Yeah, so it's a big plate and you you use a spatula thingy um, to twirl it and it's super thin. Yeah, there's quite an art to it.
4: It's an art, it's got to be super thin. We used to be
5: artists before we did this. The the light bulb moment for us was we were at an art and craft venue um, and we were doing a kids arts. So we would make these small objects out of um, wood. And when when we're at these craft fairs, people walking past with children, we'd say, Oh, do you want to paint with us? So it was like a little activity. Mm -hmm. But we were like starving artists. So the light bulb moment was we looked across and all the food trucks were really had long lines. Right. I thought, well, at least if we do that, we won't be starving because we'll have food that we made. Right. (laughs) So the the light bulb moment was, oh, let's do something like that. So we put our creativity into that. And, um, you know, so that was the that was the moment we decided to do what we do.
4: What's your best seller? Strawberry Nutella. Strawberry Nutella. See, I'm thinking like bananas, Nutella. Yeah. Then I've had these ham and cheese crepes that you would love. That's got like this bechamel sauce. Ham and, and cheese. Imagine putting like a hot ham and cheese in a crepe. No. You love ham and cheese.
3: No, you put fruit in a crepe.
4: <laughs> you can put anything in it, right? That's the. Yeah. That's
5: like the starter this savory size. crepe. Yeah, we did an event when we we did a free event at Ace Hardware in this small town in next to Jacksonville. And everybody there was like local people coming into Ace Harbor. They basically live on farms, right? So people were coming in and they're like, well, the, the guy that runs the place, we said, we're gonna give all the employees free food because you helped us build our food truck out initially. So we just did this. But lots of the people had never even heard of a crepe. So the way that they saw it was, oh, is this like a sandwich, yeah. right? So everybody was ordering cheese and ham because they, right. they couldn't imagine that that combination would go in wrong a crepe. in a crepe Excellent. and it, it basically is the start it's like the gateway drug of crepes <laughs> so the, it'll get you hooked
4: ham and cheese well anything in a crepe or we add sugar with nutella has got to be good
5: yeah well we do two yeah. different mixes you see so one is savory based mm-hmm. so that's what makes ours slightly different we make yeah. it from scratch one's got salt in it which is the savory one mm-hmm. so if you have your cheese and ham it's got salt in the mix yeah. um, I'll let chastity talk a bit because she <laughs> needs to talk
4: all right chastity's to tell us <laughs> so the
6: sweet mix has obviously the sugar so what a lot of people in america don't know is that it can be savory too so if sometimes we'll even make them like mini samples if we're not super busy so that they can sample it and then they get hooked on the savory so then they'll order one of those a lot of people will start with ham and cheese because it's what they know it's a salt and sweet Well, wait a combination. minute.
3: Hold, hold, stop the bus. <laughs> a lot of people in America, aren't you from Pennsylvania, from Pittsburgh?
6: <laughs> I was going to ask, where are you from? Well, I'm very, I'm very far from Pittsburgh, but yes, Pennsylvania.
3: You're from Pennsylvania? Yes. So a lot of people here in America, and you're from Pennsylvania. You're from here.
6: True, but... and why? And
3: you sound like, uh, like, a, like a Brit, <laughs> She right? does, right? That's why I'm <laughs> wondering where she's from. A lot of people from America. So I guess she's a Brit now. I don't know. Now, when you stay at a hotel... They give you that, that free breakfast deal. You know, you are going to get up. <laughs> that's exactly what we had today. <laughs> yep. They give you the waffle mixer. You put it on a skillet and you go like that and you burn and it. And you flip it, right. You flip it. And then you go like this, you flip it, and then you burn it because that's what usually what happens, right? And then the lady comes and she puts butter on it so those waffles will be okay. And then you go and you get there late and you burn it. That's one waffle. And you remember Eggo?
4: Lego Mayego.
3: <laughs> Lego Mayego. You take them and you pop them in the toaster oven, and there was Aunt Jemima's
4: Which they changed the branding on, yes.
3: They took the Aunt Jemima off, but it's still the same. What's what? it
4: called, Aunt it's not Aunt Jemima anymore.
3: I don't know, but that's not the point. The point is, <laughs> I never fi- I had those, but I never had crepes. I put fruit in those. And then you take the powdered sugar, right? Is that what we're we talking about mm-hmm. here? And then you put the uh, syrup, the the pancake syrup, all over them. Is that the Just like this? Well, that's the way I put it.
4: (laughs) How much syrup is he putting on his? (laughs) Seriously? But I would eat. I would have to eat. I've seen people eat these things. I've seen Linda have two. I said, two? How many would you have? About 12. Like the Nathan's hot dogs? Yeah. Are they filling?
5: Yeah, very. Mm.
4: Nutella and strawberry. Oh, my gosh. Our crew would go crazy. How many crepes did you sell last night?
5: uh (laughs) about 60 or something like that we
6: went
5: through five mixes so yeah so you can only make so many of them so we were having this conversation before like when you're at a festival the whole idea is that you're you're getting as much food out as you can as quickly as you can so we're not totally sure on our business model because we're quite personable people so we quite like serving people in the community maybe not going for the massive profits. So we can't really do anything quicker than we can do it. So we had a line, we had to stop the line at the event because basically somebody puts in an order here, it takes a few minutes over here, we make it, and the hour, and there was like a three hour event. So we can only do so many at a time, but uh, nonstop, you know.
3: So are you making the crepe? Is that what it is?
5: Yeah, from yeah. scratch. Yeah. So what if
3: we were to make 500 crepes and put them in a bag on a, on a warmer? and then you take them out like a deck of cards yeah can you do that or no
5: yeah you you can do that I just but the thing so so say a savory crepe the cheese gets melted on the surface and folded into it and that process there won't work it, it takes almost the same amount because to, to put the to make the crepe initially probably uh 30 seconds because then once you flipped it then you're melting things into the surface. That's what makes it, ah. that's what's kind of special about it. That's like when people, it's quite, it's, I tell people it's a little bit like getting some pizza because it's kind of like sati- satiating like that. So, and that's part of the process, which is why, you know, really our key audience is local communities, um, even by the side of the road where people get used to you because it's a not a special event, but it's like made to order for you there and then it's not, Pre-done so much. Exactly. The only thing we pre-do is chop up bits of tomato or something like that. Everything goes into it live, and then you get as nature intended the crate <laughs> to be.
3: Yeah, I have never heard of a crate truck in my entire existence.
4: There's trucks, there food trucks for everything, which is so fantastic.
5: Yeah, well, we are we're, we're creative people, see. So the so the the thing is, it's very hard to switch that part of you off and just think about money because you want like. The design, that the Paris Street Food logo and everything, the way that we're presenting it, and the way we put our heart into it, mm-hmm. is really about um, giving somebody um, something creative in a food form. It's so we come from that place. So we're probably sacrificing money in the long run because all you've got to do is do hot dogs or something. That's
4: what I was going to ask you. And Why a grape put truck zero... versus a hot dog truck? Well, well, yeah, you, versus... you can just put
5: zeros on the number that you would earn just by doing that. But what we're trying to do is, uh, is create something with meaning as well. You know, it's, so, it's like an arti- every time you make one, you put, put in a bit of a different spin on it. They all come out slightly differently you know, so it's, it feels like you're doing a little piece of art each time, but it's within food. And people really find, find them very rewarding. You know, when people come up, they, they're like, oh, this looks great. This looks great. This looks Did great. Do they
3: order one, two? Do they come in
5: pairs? Well, the French guy that came up, because the, the worst experience for me is when a French person comes oh, forget up. About like, yeah, so the, <laughs> so the craziest situation I had was the first day we ever got busy. We ran out of mix which like, we weren't used to. We didn't know we could get busy. We're just happy that anybody would come and buy a crepe. But so we ran out of mix. And we thought, oh, no, OK, well, we better make some mix. But the way the mix works is, is you, with the flour and the eggs and everything, you have to leave it for about three or four hours for it to be better because of the uh, because it, it kind of emulsifies mm-hmm. and it becomes super smooth. And they, they're just a little bit nicer. They get better and better with time. So we thought, oh, we'll just mix them up quickly. So it was really lumpy, and it was really horrible. And it was like they weren't the size of golf balls, but it, to me, yeah, it felt like tiny. there was big yeah. lumps in there. And so for the first time ever, at that moment we thought, OK, well, probably nobody will notice. Somebody had just got off the plane from France. He, 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 he hardly spoke any English. This really happened, right? And he stood there, and he has this woman with him who's obviously interpreting because he's a student or something. And he's like, oh, and she said, oh, yeah, I brought him along. He literally just came in from France. And, uh, and, and I'm putting this mix on to make this crepe, and it looks like the worst thing ever. I thought, oh, nobody's going to notice because, you know, they probably don't see many crepes. But this guy stood there, and he's, you could see the puzzlement and the bewilderment and the confusion. He's like, And he's looking at going, I don't know what this is, I can't even speak English, but um, I, we need to leave, you know, and then they just, just walked off, because it didn't look like what it really should have done, because we, like, we ran out, we didn't know, so we made some quickly. And so, and then the second time that was a bit crazy, because you asked about how many people order, a French guy came along the other day, but he had the opposite experience, so this is five months later, and he ordered like six of them and gave us a rave yeah. review on Facebook, and you've got to go and check our Facebook out, by the way, you put florida crepes into the facebook keyword and that will bring us up and on instagram as well yeah. and then um i don't know shameless plug i guess that all was right we're <laughs>
4: going to take a commercial break for the shameless pro- plug hashtag florida crepes if you want to find more about where their truck is we're going to take a commercial break when we come back we're talking crepes. we're going to talk to Maria salco so we've got cooking over there kind of
2: waking you up slowly it's only 12 30. What a Stay tuned.
7: We'll be right back. Planning for the future should not be painful. It needs to be discussed. From health, family, finances, allow qualified professionals to aid in your planning. Lulu Advisors have been serving South Florida for over 30 years. A licensed real estate broker, insurance agent, assisted living administrator, and certified senior advisor. Paul Solomon is the most qualified and well-rounded advisor for any task. Specializing in real estate, long-term care, life insurance and annuities, social security, government benefits, and senior housing. LooHoo Advisors, let us help you. Known for his Art Deco cubist style and compositions with dancing saturated color, Ken Bieberman has lived and breathed art his whole life. From the early 80s, he's influenced the Art Deco district of Miami Beach. Featured in numerous restoration projects, hotels, galleries, and clubs, Bieberman creates for everyday folks and celebrity clientele. He's also the proprietor of Art Repro, a Juclet and scanning company in Pompano Beach. When it comes to scanning high resolution, size is not an issue. Professionally scanning art up to 10 feet and 64 inches in width, Art Repro utilizes state of the art equipment. On quality canvas or paper, archival ink and printing mediums are put to use. Art Repro ensures colors are true and every nuance of the art is captured, including the canvas weave. Perfection is the priority. Contact artist Ken Bieberman today at 954-547-0095 or visit his website www.artrepro.net.
8: Has your heater busted, computer crashed, appliance broken? Then you need ARW Home. Life's been pretty worry-free since I got covered with ARW Home. Don't
9: waste thousands of dollars on air conditioning, appliance repair, and replacements. Save that money with ARW Home. Protection plans that cover household appliances, systems, and electronics.
2: My air conditioning broke on a Sunday. I called ARW and they came out and
3: fixed it right away.
9: Get your free quote today. Call or go to arwhome.com now.
7: Call
0: 877-281-0289. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my towels with proprietary technology, which makes them soft and absorbent. Towels that work, what a concept. They're made with USA cotton and come in a variety of awesome colors. My six-piece towel set is regularly $109.99, now just $39.99 with your promo code. I support this show, and I would like to offer you our biggest discounts for listening. So please go to our website, mypillow.com, and put in the promo code at the end of this message to get the biggest discounts. Again, thanks for listening, and God bless.
7: Call 800-883-1046 and use promo code Sleep.
8: Hey, travelers. Everybody wants cheap airfares, but where can you find them? You call SmartFares our prices are direct from the airlines and they're so low they're not published anywhere smartfares specializes in cheap flights discount hotel rooms cheap car rentals and great package deals anywhere around the world wherever you want to go smartfares can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee if you want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services call us right now that's right call that's the only way to get these low rates Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the lowest rates available. So don't wait. Call SmartFares right now for the best price guaranteed. Save up to 50% off business and first class. We've got great last-minute travel deals, too. Call 855-828-0198. That's 855-828-0198. 828 198
9: imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you who is it the IRS guess what they want your money and they can take it all of it if they want remember they sent you that letter right over here that said hey you owe us a bunch of cash and we're gonna take it from you right now so what do you do you fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money and hey we're good at what we do When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight really hard to save your money. So, if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time right now can save you thousands of dollars. And the best part, it's a free call. So please call right now.
7: Call 800
2: 651-4808. Hi, I'm Dawn Clifford, owner and founder of Clifford Insurance Advisors. Established in November of 1999, we focus on mainly health, life, disability, Medicare and long-term care insurance. Specifically for people aging into Medicare or the self-employed or even employee benefits for small business owners. We can be reached by phone number at 561-880-0391, or by email info at cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com. Visit our website at www.cliffordinsuranceadvisors.com, and even visit Facebook, Clifford Insurance Advisors.
0: Watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Magic. Doing the dance. Yeah,
4: doing the dance. Right. I can't believe you've never had a crepe. You know, he never had a cucumber either. We had, we had a nutritionist chef, she did a gluten-free, she made breadcrumbs, so she made this delicious salad, and she puts cucumbers in, and he says, "Never had a cucumber." She,
3: she put the breadcrumbs on it: And then, never had a crepe. I, now I eat cucumbers.:: delicious. crepe I get?:
4: Cucumber? No, I don't even get the crepe thing. I grew up in the
3: Bronx. If you didn't go to iHop, you didn't order a crepe. Where do you get a crepe from?: mm-hmm. Never heard of a truck that does crepes. I'm telling you, never.
4: But you guys are very artistic. You remind me of like fair people. Like you do gypsies. Are yes. Well, like, are you gypsies? gypsies? Yeah. Yes. You remind me of
3: Well she's from Pennsylvania, so she's a real gypsy. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you she's never do you ever see Gilmore, Gilmore girls? Bonnie <laughs> yes, Gilmore yes, yes, girls, course, right? And they have the town fair and like Miss Patty does dance, but then Miss Patty sells pizza and then Luke does this. This I've is got
5: what new no idea. We could do the Amish crepe food truck. It to yes, mic. Amish crepe food truck. That's the new idea. So we Amish. don't use any any electricity. We're wood burning <laughs> oh, yeah. stove. But well, that's it what It I'm could thinking. be the latest thing.
4: They've got the food markets in the Amish town. Right. You could do a, you could do a whole crepe situation there. Are you anywhere? Is that where you're from in the area or no? Um, general
6: area.
4: You're Amish. i not much. She not is at heart. Was,
3: um, now she has an Amish accent.
4: This one's very <laughs> creepy. But the food was always, I mean, apple butter and food. Did you ever go up there? Where? To the Amish, Amish country. Every day. <laughs> the food is so amazing.
3: Are those the guys in with the a buggy? Wait a minute. Yes. yes. Buggy? Yes. Yeah. I almost yeah. ran them over. Of course you did. I went to, to Ohio and there was this buggy in front of me. And I went to go buy it. So you're not supposed to do that. He's supposed to wave
4: you by. Your grandfather was Mennonite? He was.
3: Isn't there a day when the girls go nuts uh, once a year? This is the movie, right?
5: You know That's the why they've made too much peanut butter.
4: They actually have a reality show where they're no longer. Oh. Have you seen it?
5: I, I, I think like I saw that's break, Netflix. Breaking
4: Amish, I think it's called. Breaking Amish. I've heard of that, right? Yeah. I think that's what it's but called. But
3: isn't there a day that the Amish girls get one day a year?
5: I don't think so. <laughs>
3: Is there one you day? You might want to stop while you're ahead here. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, that, think that's allowed. That wasn't true in the movies? They said that. No?
5: No.
4: No. But I'm I thinking think that might be a dream. You could have <laughs> done any kind of food truck. But yeah, You guys remind me of Gypsies from like a fair from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> that you could pretty much do anything, anywhere.
5: I don't know, I think we're mixing up genres of Amish here. I think that might be <laughs> you think you think so they have a day off? No, when, I don't think they any, have a day off. He goes? makes things
4: up. No, I saw that. What do they say? you put a, a day off. You can go days anyone you want. Come Because they
5: don't have any clothes. I mean, what are they going to do? Go to that? Go? Go? <laughs> go, go get bikinis for one you day? You are
3: allowed one day to do <laughs> what you're not supposed to do.
5: Where would they keep the bikini <laughs> the other 374 days?
4: Today's actual National Bikini Day. Also, I was going to see if Amish? you were wearing your speedo. For the ombre. For everybody. I'm not ombre. <laughs> <laughs> you're you.
10: <laughs>
5: so that's not true.
10: Well, no, I I don't know,
5: but I I think the idea of a of a. A wood-fired crepe truck taken Pennsylvania by storm might be our next project because we get bored easily. <laughs>
3: Maybe, but how are you going? You never allow electricity. You exactly to drive a truck.
5: Exactly, we're going to do the buggy. We're going to get the true. horses. Buggy? We're wrong. Ga- it ain't never going to work. And we're going to put up in Walmart car parks.
4: It's all in branding. You know how you how you brand it. And, of course, we won't
5: be allowed to have social media at that point because there's no electricity allowed. (laughs) So we are the the only buggy in the world that's going to go around and do that. And we're going to go and boondock in Pennsylvania.
4: How did you guys meet? Well, we were on a
5: cruise. That's a long story, and it could get a bit weird. But we were in England, actually. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we were on a cruise that we were both on. And, actually, you know when those memories come up? (laughs) That came up. So That was about five years ago. We were on a cruise, and... uh, so, and we were on the same table, yeah, same dinner
4: table. yes <laughs> and the cruise was went to England and yeah it was w-
5: went to England Scotland and um, Ireland
4: beautiful oh
5: was yeah, that the was same right. one well there was two of them there was one that was went around was, Europe and yeah. um, they both have England involved because I think one came back there or went through there it's kind of strange when you go on cruises because oh, yeah. you often start in places you don't necessarily visit so one was Eastern Europe which ended up in Russia which was kind of a crazy experience okay,
1: and, Finland.
4: That was the first
5: time. and then the other one was so that was where we met really. Was she yeah. yeah.
3: on both cruises?
5: Yeah. Okay.
4: Coincidentally.
5: Hmm. What was what?
4: It was coincidentally you were on both cruises.
5: No. No. You met on
4: one, and then you both went on the other one. Yeah,
5: they were right. like a themed cruise. I think it was something to do with Amish people or something. <laughs> Amish weekend off it was or something like that. So, which is maybe reminded me of a story that you just said, but I, I don't know, I didn't put two and two together. So, you were a Mennonite, right? <laughs>
6: yeah, I'm not. No. Perfect.
5: So, anyway, there was like a theme cruise. So, you know, um, we were both part of the same religious community. And so, we were brainwashed into that. But um, <laughs> there's a story there, right? But we just can't Mennonite go into I it.
3: But wait a minute. Did you fly over to England to do this cruise? Yeah. We
5: both did. Yes. Oh, you were living now. here? Are oh, you were here? Yeah,
4: you were in one so of
3: those. So you're thinking,
5: aren't you? are digging are
4: not you we are thinking that you were in England and she went over there, nope. and no, you were both here. No, we here. both flew
5: over and yeah. both went on the two same cruises. Yeah. But Did we you know each other before the cruises? No, no, So we got to know you each other. You live in the same town? and You didn't know each other? Nope, we don't live. In, we no, didn't live in we the same didn't. town.
6: I lived in Pennsylvania at the time. You I lived, lived in, in
5: Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. Oh. You're just going so have to have us back on as special guests so you can dig deeper into the story. <laughs> There's a game,
3: Laurie's going to come. Laurie's creating this kind of game that they play people that meet each other randomly. Oh,
4: that's a cool idea.
3: It is. This, you got your first <laughs> people. All right, so let me get this right. Neither one of you knew each other, and mm-hmm. you both flew to England, and you met on this cruise. Mm-hmm. And then you flew back to the States, or you went on a second cruise? We
5: flew back to flew the back States, to the and States. then the next year, we both went on a cruise. And we were on the same cruise. The so you were
3: talking to each other while you came back. Yeah. Briefly, briefly. Briefly. Yeah. Okay, so you <laughs> to enough cruise. that
4: she's pregnant, so. And right, we're so going to no. get to
3: that. In so a we've obviously were talked talking. enough. <laughs> so you went, we're not. To the, you went to the second cruise, and you finally
5: said, "Okay, this
3: is going to be something." Is that what happened?
5: Well, then we slowly got <laughs> to know each other over the years. <laughs> over the years. Years. Yeah, it's just five yeah. years ago. So we've been um, together for two years and in business here, doing what we're doing now for about six, six months. months. Yeah.
4: And before that, you did painting for kids. What did you paint?
5: So, well, we started off by doing arts and crafts um, shows, you know, like Saturday markets. We would make things out of wood. So we would do little tables that were like creatures. We did some really fun stuff. It started during COVID yeah. because we, there was some wood by the side of the road. You've got time on your hands. Chastity had a few tools from renovating our house in Pennsylvania, so we started making like little tables which were gators and putting eyes on them. Because okay. m- fr- from my hometown, my sense of humor, um, I don't know if you've heard of Wallace and Gromit, which is like the, the animation. Yes. They, they are, as, as well as Banksy, the artist, the other famous person that comes from there is Nick Park, who is the animator for Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run and um, a few really famous clay mm-hmm. animations. They always have these fantastic characters. Um, so we m- made furniture that was like a character. But the, the thing about art is you can love it and you can be really good, but if you don't sell much, you're like a starving artist, right? So then we transferred from that to doing, we thought if we can get kids to do little projects with us when we're at places, then we can make money doing that. Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit more successful, a little bit more consistent, but we were sat one day at um, an event, and hot air balloon festival in Vero Beach, I think it was. Yeah. And we yeah. looked across, and of we, course, we're struggling to get you know people to bring their kids over to pay us $10 to paint something with us, which we can put the googly eyes on and make <laughs> them feel good. And so then we looked at them and we thought, well, if long, if we did food, at least we wouldn't be starving. We'd <laughs> still be artists, but we wouldn't necessarily be starving because we could make food and eat it. And we weren't <laughs> really starving, but it felt a bit like that. It was really right. hard work, hard sell. so. Um, So basically, the light bulb moment went off, and then not long after, we committed, went to Tampa, got our food trailer. And from that day, we never stayed in the place which we were renting. We just lived in our RV so that we could focus 100%. That doesn't make us particularly special people or anything, like super dedicated. It means that we needed all of our energy to focus... On that because we know what we're like we're creative people yeah. it's like oh what do you oh, feel goodness. like doing today oh but that's <laughs> what
4: you have to, and bonnie has to leave at one o'clock but when you oh. have a passion and you have to really dedicate yourself to growing your business whatever it is that's what you got to do and I, I know we want to talk to bonnie
2: she has got about 10 minutes okay and that's exactly what you're doing with your book yes i'm just trying to i wrote it and i'm just trying to get the message out of hope and people i want people to know that they Justin, are Never to give up hope. Because just when you think it's your darkest Thanks. moment, which I did think it was my darkest moment many times, I didn't give up and I, I stayed the course and rode the wave. And um, I didn't pick up a drink because I'd been sober for 11 years. I didn't pick up a drink and things got great. And now I have a book and I've been, I you guys have had me on a couple of times and I've been asked to do other shows and it's really a gift. People are, are really loving the book, they're telling me that it, they, they appreciate my honesty because a lot of people really aren't that open about things that are very secretive to many people like addiction and eating disorders and, and feelings of shame and mental health issues and feeling alone and I have no pro, I had no problem writing about it in the book and I really have no problem talking about it especially if it can be of help to someone else getting through a difficult time. And it's entertaining. It kind of reads like a trashy novel, if you want to know <laughs> the truth. It really does because there's a lot of um, sex and love addiction craziness going on, and so it's just little snippets of stories.
3: Do you have any crepes in your books the, uh, No crepes.
2: Lots was gonna of say, donuts. I going to say, it sounds like our life like
3: story. <laughs> donuts. Know, I think what I can see, Bonnie, is that maybe the calling here is you should
4: write a book because you're, you're hilarious talking from, to you. From
2: art oh, to crepes. talking to you. you. said funny, but you looked at me. He said
4: crepes. He said donuts. <laughs> donuts. Donuts? Maybe he can make donuts. Donut. Every, How t- do you say donut? I have to
2: tell you, one one of my one of my foods that I used to go on my craving, my binge cravings for, was, it was never a crepe. But I bet I never had your crepes. Best Wait a thing. minute,
3: had did I you just grapes, saying that crepes are safe been, for people who have people addiction issues? I like that truck. story. Hold on a second. You just said that you used to get cravings, cravings for crepes?
2: No, no crepes. No, no, no Donuts. But had I gotten a crepe craving, hashtag crepe craving, right, <laughs> I would have hunted down your truck. I'm it sure.
3: would have been a chapter in your book. You know what Could've you could do with chapter. a crepe?
2: Right? Exactly. But what I love about Bonnie's book
4: is she's so, so authentic. Our crew this morning, they were talking about mental health. And there's so many holes in the mental health arena. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my kids last night because childhood traumas, it was never discussed as a trauma when when you and I were growing up. You, we were growing up. Even our kids' age, my daughter's 30, there were never childhood traumas. But now suddenly everything's traumatic, right? Well, all these events that you considered life and growing up are now called childhood traumas. Well, they're,
3: they're putting emblems on things
4: but now everything, you start looking back, oh, maybe that was a traumatic event that triggered things, but you're so authentic in all of these things, you certainly had, as I call it, traumas, or yeah. life, whatever you call it, and here you are on the other side making light about it and inspiring other people.
2: Yeah, that's, it's nice to, to be able to look back and say, because I found a solution and I don't have to live in the problem anymore. There is a solution for anybody that's going through either addiction or any trauma like any trauma um, there's always a solution and it's better to live in the solution and be grateful for what you have than to focus on you know the past is gone the past is gone i don't regret the past but i can learn from it and my experience can help others so this should
4: be a movie the doctor's in is like this trashy love sex (laughs) chapter in here Totally true. Do you want to build a snowman? Like you're such a product of the the '80s with your titles, happily ever after. It just makes you want to go. Okay, what's this chapter about? Maybe well, it's small
2: world. Like it. maybe it's just me, or maybe. maybe because I have not given you the book to look at yet.
1: Maybe.
2: <laughs> the, maybe. A lot of the titles of the chapters are either Broadway musicals or songs from Broadway musicals or just songs or yep. New a lot York, of New, New York stuff. So because that's what I wanted to do when I was growing up. I wanted to be on Broadway. I wanted to be a star. And
3: so there's yeah. It's amazing because you go after that thing that you want to do and it takes you to different places. Tampa, Jacksonville, Pennsylvania, the UK, Russia. It takes you all these different places and you don't quite know where you're going to end up. But talking to the two of you, it makes me feel like you're in a good place. Would you want to ever work a food
4: truck? Yes, I did. I used to sell cheese. I told you that. He literally sold cheese in the like, back of a truck. Like an Annie, you would drive. I knew this guy.
3: He had a connection in cheese. I rented a U-Haul or one of those yellow trucks, whatever it was. They had a freezer on it, so I sold cheese, and then I put eggs on there. What the hell do I know? But I was clearing two, three thousand dollars a day. Selling cheese and eggs. Selling cheese and eggs, and then my Think how much money said, you can make now doing my that. I said no more doing that
6: because I want to get pregnant.
5: Mm, there's a moral to that story, babe. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so when do you do? Any uh, December twenty-fifth, Christmas, baby. Yeah, we thought
5: we'd be part of the second coming of <laughs> yeah. Jesus in some small way.
4: Aww. Definitely, and if Jesus eats crepes, you guys are golden. <laughs> right? That's good. <laughs> you imagine talk about rebranding on that one. I think that'd be good to go.
3: That'd be your next branding. <laughs> Jesus loves crepes. <laughs>
5: Actually, our slogan slogan is going to be, so we put a big sign on the side of the truck and, you know, we used up that space. But then our phrase is going to be, crepes are for lovers on the back. And then with the social media, it's going to say below, follow us for the love and then have a little link. So when you're following us behind in your car, you can use your phone, do the little thing, press the button.
4: Love, Bonnie. uh, It's all about love.
5: Today's show (laughs) has been brought to you by love
4: by the letter L. Wow. How you like that? You it's don't even know where my brain is going. I'm trying to wake you up.
3: Yeah, right, that's the next line, <laughs> wake, me wake me up. Trying
4: to get you going. So where's your next event? Where are you going to be next? Um, on Wednesday, we're going to
6: be at an apartment complex called The Woods. Where is where? that? It's, oh, it's in Jacksonville.
3: So if you're okay. not
5: busy, you know, you want to come up. It's come probably like a 5-hour drive.
3: When are you guys I think break? it's
5: a gated community, but we can get you in.
3: When are you guys ever coming back to West Palm to
5: Well, when anybody invites us. So Should we're looking at you show. viewers.
4: <laughs> ever done a food truck wedding?
5: no but we're kind kind of interested in that
4: yeah we We talked about that this morning because i think it would be so great i was talking to someone yesterday she's planning her son's wedding they wanted a backyard small intimate backyard wedding of 240 people Mm. so now she has to build a ballroom in her backyard which would have been cheaper to go someplace else and reconstruct Mm. this ballroom in her backyard and then the caterer and the this and making choices aaron and ashley are such foodies if we had like food trucks for my son and his fiance you don't need stations. You don't need to hire extra serving people. Yeah, you don't need a buffet and worry about people touching. Yeah. You just have an array of food trucks, and everyone goes gets what they want.
3: I, I don't even want to talk to you about that wedding. They live here in Florida, all of them. Guess where the wedding is?
5: Barbados. Texas.
3: Texas. 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 So everybody, including the groom and the bride, had to fly to Texas to go get married. Really?
4: Yes. In the it's Bronx, a destination we wedding. What? It's a destination, destination wedding. Destination what? It's a thing. What's a thing? Destination weddings.
3: Florida is a destination. They were in Washington,
2: then they were in Texas.
4: Well, like if Bailey and Baxter ever got married, I think they would have a food truck wedding.
2: Right. How th- about a food truck book signing? We could do one of those. Could do that too. Yeah. <laughs> the, we the, should do the a love book food signing truck for signing. you. We should actually totally do a
4: book signing with you, and maybe we can bring you guys down. We can do crepe. It's all about love. We can do French love. And love Bonnie and do a food signing with crepes. Do a, do a whole weekend. It. Yes.
3: Invite 100 people, not 4,000 people, 100 people.
4: I think we should actually consider I doing that. Sounds like consider. fun.
3: That sounds like
4: fun. Then
2: you can have your first
5: crate. We, can, we could film yeah. it and that that see the reaction. That would be an adventure. <laughs> the
3: adventure of the crepe.
2: Yeah. It <laughs> could
3: be
5: like a mini documentary.
4: Freddie and Food Fun is what it always Bronx is. Bronx
3: Boy does the crepe. <laughs> I thought that crepes were like I was telling you—you stick the thing in the toaster oven. I thought that was a crepe. That's an Eggo.
4: Ever noticed that Eggos—they always have commercials like one is going to fill up who? One waffle fills who up for (laughs) breakfast? Don't touch my Eggo. Nobody. How many have
3: you had? Have you ever ever had Freddy's Eggo? I would eat one
2: because one's a serving, but you really need two. You got to put stuff on it. One box is one serving, I think.
4: Right? I'm telling you, right? So who eats one? Let go of my ego, as if this is going to fill up a kid to go to school for what? Maybe off the bus. Well, you weren't hungry kids again. And went
3: home, and you were eating. You went to school, and you were eating the ego in your hand. That's not a meal. That's what I'm saying.
4: That's what I'm saying. So no. with all the advertising, so we need to advertise. You got
3: to make great a plate. See this? This would be my ego plate. That'd be that's the size of it. And then there goes everything. And then you put one on the top. Watch out, that's a meal
4: though. It's all in the marketing, right? Who marketed, ever seen a bowl of cereal? Since when is this a serving size? That fills you up for how long?
3: 30 seconds.
4: Thank you. But yet, it's a thing. (laughs) So we need to rebrand this as like a breakfast crepe. Kids can take it to school crepe. Freeze it, put them in the frozen food aisle and then-
3: Crepes are us. I gotta ask, when you went to, to Jacksonville to do this, Was there any other town, city that you thought maybe would be a better idea?
5: Well, yeah, I was um, when we were thinking because we live in our RV, right? So from the moment we moved out of our home base and stopped doing our jobs in the Jacksonville area, we can be anywhere. Anywhere. And I was thinking, well, uh, my son lives in Tampa. That's a big metropolitan area. Right. But then I was also thinking down towards Miami. But Miami has uh, quite a lot of people doing crepes and things, apparently. Mm-hmm. So somewhere around here or up the coast here, would, we could probably be if we wanted to start doing like brick and mortars, start working on a franchise, that kind of thing, you know, over time here. Mm-hmm. Um, so just somewhere with a, a strong community that kind of knows a little bit of what crepes are. You don't have to educate them all. And
11: You can and do
3: cubano crepes. A what? Miami. Cubano crepe.
5: Cubano crepe. Well, now, apparently. What the hell
3: does that mean? Who the hell knows?
5: Well, apparently Miami is, has a lot of crepes because a few of our customers have said, oh yeah, you know, uh, when I was in Miami, I had them. Because they, they do crepes in Miami. I've never seen them and we've only really gone through a couple of times to Key West and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, so we're just kind of finding our way, you know, we we'll see where the baby wants to be born, where the star <laughs> leads us. I and mean, then uh, no.
4: where the star leads them. Josh, is that true? There's a <laughs> Where Cubano the north, crepe? they're gonna follow the north star on Christmas. I mean, I've never seen a Cubano <laughs> crepe, but your truck, you
3: change what kind of crepe it is depending on where you are. Like you go out west you you call it the the Tampa Bucka. I mean, I was in Tampa. They yeah. go to sleep by seven o'clock in the evening.
4: The <laughs> town shuts down. Got to introduce him to your son.
3: Yeah, Gio be there by a crepe at six thirty. Yeah, or but
4: before. he does all of these Saturday events. Oh. Oh, I may
3: have something for you.
5: So he's in Tampa.
3: He's in Tampa, but he does the Saturday shop shop. Uh, As a matter of fact, Renee, yes, I got your phone call. They want to do it here at Shetley's. That's where we take them with us down in Miami. We got to come up with a Cuban. crate. It's
4: a vineyard, not a vineyard, vineyard. a winery. So it's perfect to have a winery.
5: The previous owners used to do that regularly in the Tampa area. Mm -hmm.
3: And we're going to have in the back maybe something else so when you want a 60 crepes or half something else to do there because it's a three-day event so,
5: oh yeah, yeah. Cool. So i got I the numbers PC wrong PC. earlier by the way my mathematician here said <laughs> it's a lot more than 60. 600 but I, yeah, yeah.
6: it's about 125 because each crepe mix makes 25.
5: and we did like four we so did five or we so have to have five.
3: batter underneath batter like pre-made. Ba- pre-made i just get
5: busy and i lose track of that because i'm <laughs> i'm going like a hamster on a hamster well making these <laughs> trying to make these things as quickly as i can it's really hard and then uh, sometimes it gets overwhelming like that's always the danger point you know when, like, when you get super tired doing this because it's like it's quite nice to be creative but then the actual work of doing it like we have 14 hour days regularly
4: making crepes
5: yeah we'll yeah, we get up at four hours four four in the morning to go to go somewhere and then we have a dud event so, so we'll get up really early and go somewhere, and it would be like five customers. So there's, like lot, there's lots of kind of like, being a business owner is quite nice, because people say, oh, you're a business owner, that's very nice, isn't it? I'll shake your <laughs> hand. And that's all great, and then you're, you're, like, you're blurry-eyed, because you got up at four in the morning, you've had a really bad day. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, it's got its rewards, but it's certainly a lot harder work than just going to a job and... And making
4: What's your Instagram or your Facebook?
5: well to find us in both places you put florida crepes in and um, i think it's below chastity's name on the screen because we gave that earlier and that takes you directly to our instagram or our facebook and um and hopefully here we'll do a youtube channel and start sort of building some some content as well because
3: a following
5: i i kind of like all that kind of thing i like to be able to tell stories and communicate and have quite a lot of comedy going on inside of me. When I was in England, I actually used to do stand-up comedy. I was never very good, but it was inside of me. You know, it was a, it was a form of therapy. So I, I liked the idea of kind of bringing some humor and showing the other side of our lifestyle because it is quite unique, you know. Uh, we live on a farm at the moment, so maybe if the baby's born there in the in stable. In
4: Jacksonville, <laughs> you on
5: a farm? Yeah, just outside. It's like a, a town.
4: You're like a Gilmore Girls episode all rolled into one. <laughs> right? uh, peanut butter and marshmallow fluff. I'm so in. Have that's you a fluff. That's a
5: that's got a name, by the way, in Pennsylvania. I love that. It's what? called a fluffer butter or something. A fluffer nutter. Fluffer nutter. That's fluffernutter. it.
4: Right, a fluffer nutter. You never ate those growing up?
5: Fluffer nutter? Yes.
4: No. Peanut <laughs> butter and marshmallow fluff, 100. <laughs> so
5: another one that's popular here, which we we go into certain places and everyone orders it, is lemon and sugar. Now, people don't like sweet and sour. I know. Oh. But the thing is, in England, there's a day, one day a year where everybody has that. Everybody. It's a it's like a religious holiday. I can't remember which one it is. The whole point of like n- no yeast inside the you know, it's kind of like
4: like Passover for that, my people. It's
5: I don't I don't know. It's it's one <laughs> of those holidays, but basically for people
4: they, it doesn't rise.
3: Bonnie, it, so we It's can something eat
5: a Amish there. It's something <laughs> Amish. It's Amish. It's something Amish.
3: What's the favorite flavor for Amish?
4: Apple.
5: Oh, yeah. Right, because oh, they, they do. Apple. Probably apple. Yeah, Don't they sell because
4: that lady used to make apple pie. they do, like, apple Yeah, apples. Apple pie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How do we know those? all of this?
2: Getting it off. <laughs> because have I'm you really a foodie, you Bonnie, Bonnie, at heart. You, do you, Bonnie, do you, do you know grapes? how to make a, a make crepes, a, crepes a, for, for, for tea? P- puppies? Oh, my gosh. Crapes she's so dogs? cute.
5: Not yet.
6: They haven't. Dogs love peanut butter, so. I mean, I know. You want a crepe? Huh? Is it hard to make? We can a, do crepe, a, cla- a crepe? I've never made a crepe. Someone classic. order a peanut butter banana one and gave their dog bites of it. I would be peanut surprised. Peanut butter You're- banana. Now yep. there
3: you got a winner.
5: Yeah, that, that's <laughs> about, the love th- peanut butter. about the fourth most popular. Oh, we have a call
4: also. Huh? We have a call. All right, put the call through. All right, it's uh, Kenny Love. Put Kenny on.
0: So I love you, love you, love you, love you, Dawn and Freddie Love.
4: We love you, Freddie, Kenny, Freddie. Kenny, you ever had a crepe?
1: So, Freddie, Kenny, Freddie, Kenny. I love that, Freddie.
4: Freddy, Kenny. So, Dawn, I love me. you
0: so much. Freddie, I love you so much. I wanted to spread the Fluffernutter love Thank all you. over the world. The what?
4: Fluffernutter love.
0: And I love your guests. I love them. I love them so much. They're amazing. They're just pure love. And I love that guy's accent. Where's he from?
3: He's England. From
0: the,
5: he's from the Bronx. <laughs> he's from the Bronx. All right. I want to hear him say, yo, how you doing? Yo, how you doing, yo? <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go.
1: So this is like, you guys are the best show ever. I mean, well, I, and again, actually, I just it, love you so much. I just wanted to call in and spread the thanks, love. Thanks, Kenny. Join us, mm-hmm. love, because you guys are so special.
5: The weird. I've got a weird little story about my actual accent that I was sharing earlier. So the part of England I come from is a place called the West Country. And if I really go back into my accent, you hear what's going on now? It sounds a little bit different. Like, mm-hmm. This is like the local Bristol, Southwest England accent. And the closest thing you'll know it to is a pirate. Because what they do is they use that kind of accent. Because back in the day, that's where people would sail out of on pirate ships and stuff. So that's actually my old, mine sounds like a farmer's, uh, a West Country farmer's accent, my my region of England. But you would, you guys would, the closest thing you would have heard every day was like a pirate accent, because that's sort of geographically where they would, a lot of them would go out from. The book Treasure Island, you guys remember that Robert Louis Stevenson yeah. uh, kids book? They leave out of Bristol on that journey, so.
3: Well, your accent is pure. And we
4: do a 23 and Me, like a genetic testing?
5: Well, I know where I was born. They've got a plaque on the wall that says, on this day.
4: He was born here.
5: And then we got rid of you on this day. And then they
4: follow the <laughs> North Star, and he goes on a cruise, and they follow it again. We're going to see where this baby's born. Uh, and I Jesus, know,
5: see, he got, got, got that Jesus whole thing. We've got coming
4: again, and he's going to eat a crepe. What the hell did you eat? Nothing. <laughs>
3: And these, two, and these two got together. I, I'm astonished that the two of them got together.
4: Kenny, thank you for calling in. I may be hung up already. What's All right, that? why don't we take a commercial break? More to come. You can find them on hashtag Florida Crapes. I just found them. in the spinach, mushroom, and egg Laurie. and cheese See, sounds Laurie, really good,
3: too. In, you could have done a stand-up. Lori is going to come in and do stand-up. All
4: course. right, stay tuned. We're going to take a commercial break. More to come. <laughs>
6: Providing music you will enjoy, JM Production performers will brighten up your stage. Condominiums and residential communities, nightclubs
7: and restaurants that want to provide top quality singers and entertainers for their social events,
6: banquets, celebrations, and their customers use JM Productions to ensure that they have an uplifting and beautiful event. Now tune in for the show.
10: Amy Rushevsky can help you choose the right piece that will add some magic to your space. Amy Roshevsky has a wide range of art from abstracts to mosaic tapestries, and she paints on different surfaces, such as reverse painting on glass, tables, wall hangings, and sculptures. Her work can be ordered online at AmyRoshevsky.com, or you can come in and see it in real time at the Brooklyn Cafe Art Gallery. She also does commission work, so if you have an idea in mind, she can make it a reality. She invites you to reach out to her at Facebook or at email at amyrushefsky at gmail.com. That's amyrushefsky at gmail.com. Have an artful day. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873.
11: Meet Jay Harmon, one of the many artists held in the Brooklyn Cafe Gallery. Jay specializes in various different art styles, but his medium to work with is colored pencils. His unique style comes from being self-taught in years of practice. Jay pulls his inspiration from many outlets like people, television, celebrities, and many more. With multiple original pieces, Jay's art graces the gallery with over 40 plus works for viewing and for purchase. His many years of being an artist has given him a chance to partner with the Derwent brand, giving him the opportunity to try many different work styles and further his craft. Feel free to come down and visit the studio to view his work, or if you're interested in your own Jay Harmon original, he's open to commissions on his website, coloredpencilartist.com, or catch his show, The Colored Pencil Artist, on Amp Media Productions on YouTube and Facebook. See you soon!
8: As your heater busted, computer crashed, appliance broken, then you need ARW Home. Life's been pretty worry-free since I got covered with ARW Home. Don't
9: waste thousands of dollars on air conditioning, appliance repair, and replacements. Save that money with ARW Home. Protection plans that cover household appliances, systems, and electronics.
4: My air conditioning
3: broke on a Sunday. I called ARW and they came out and fixed it right away.
9: Get your free
8: quote today. Call or go to ARWHome.com now. Call 877-281-0289. Hey travelers, everybody wants cheap airfares, but where can you find them? You call Smartfares. Our prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low they're not published anywhere. Smartfares specializes in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rentals, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, Smartfares can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call us right now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these low rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the lowest rates available. So don't wait. Call SmartFares right now for the best price guaranteed. Save up to 50% off business and first class. We've got great last-minute travel deals, too. Call 855-828-0198. That's 855-828-0198.
0: 855-828-0198. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S.
4: You. What did you eat and drink last night? I don't know what you're talking
3: about. I, I see you 30-20. I don't know Let's what that is. Let's give you a is. countdown. 30-20? 30,
4: 20,
3: 15. What are we doing, by 10s? Yeah.
4: yeah. What did he eat last night?
3: I didn't, I didn't eat anything. No. It was too crowded. You guys sold out.
4: Way. We did.
3: It we was did. way too crowded where you guys were. I didn't <laughs> even go in that direction. It was packed. And then they, you had a line that went that way. The, the burger people had a line that went this way, and then the booze people had a line that went this way.
4: <laughs> that is the, that's the one to do, I think, an alcohol truck. But I guess you need a liquor license. So even though, no matter how much money you make, you've got to pay for that liquor license, yeah. which costs a pretty penny, I'm sure.
3: Well, I talked to the guy on the liquor truck, and he wasn't very hospitable. He was like, listen, I can't talk right now. I'm busy.
4: Was it a full bar or beer and wine? <laughs> I saw Not
5: Harry. 100% what they did because when we got busy we pretty much just you hardly even saw the fireworks go off
4: because
5: yeah, um pissed. yeah but
4: when you went into the food truck business you knew you were in a specialty of crepes yes instead of going okay well we didn't really be... have
5: a plan when we went into the food you truck business said, we, we're kind of like play, flying by the seat of our pants as a british expression <laughs> expression so we're still trying to figure out our business plan we did everything wrong, but but we think that we like being parts of communities. So say we do a market near us on a Saturday for a few hours, maybe once, once a month, something like that, mm-hmm. which is great because you get all this captive audience. They love your food, they come back again. With yeah. festivals and like the thing that we did last night here, it's super great. There's lots of sales, but you're kind of overrun. You never see the people again. There's not much connection. You don't feel much reward from repeat customers, you know. So, as I said earlier, the, the artist thing inside of you is very hard to get rid of. Is your
4: mic on? Did you, um, see, a gr- did you see a green light? Yeah. Oh, they're going to swap your mic. They're telling me they're having a hard time with the connection. You know,
3: the, 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 fu- the funny thing yeah, right. is that you are in a business that you picked, Yeah. but you can do anything. You could do pretzels. You, I mean, what goes with a crate? What matches food-wise would it create?
5: Pretzels or well, they're, they're kind of a standalone item, really, yeah, because... Uh,
4: well, Philly's known for their pretzels, right? Their sourdough pretzels.
5: Right. What about a Philly cheese steak? With or fish, fish
4: and chips? That's would be Pennsylvania. Right.
6: Fish
3: and <laughs> chips? That's... Oh, yeah, from London. <laughs> fish and chips would be
4: London.
5: Well, I was thinking of doing a food... Because I'm a creative... Because, you know, we're creative. Um, I always come up with ideas. That's the easy part. You could... Like every minute of every day you can ask a question to us and uh, there's always going to be a new idea, you know. Yeah. So one one of the ones which I went through was, because um, they have something called the Sunday Roast in England, which is like Sunday dinner. So when, when, growing up in England, on a Sunday I'd go to my grandparents' house and they'd have like roast beef, Yorkshire puddings, and things like that, sprouts, carrots, and it was like a, an event, like the one time a week where you would sit down and she would like, cooked for about three and four hours in, in the kitchen, old-fashioned style, you know. And um, so you'd sit down and have this one meal uh, a week. And um, so these Yorkshire puddings are these big kind of like pancake type things, again, which they're done in oil in a pan. You have to Google them if anybody if doesn't know what they are. Do you guys know what Yorkshire pudding is?
4: Yes. My aunt was British, so every Christmas. Okay. So I was thinking about a
5: food truck with those and you put everything inside a big one of those. So it's almost like um, like a a big puff
4: pastry, but it's kind of doughy.
5: Well, it's quite, quite crispy, right? So it's like a batter. So that's an an idea I had. And last night on one of my British Facebook groups, there's people that do um, fish and chips and things, but that's very greasy. And Mm -hmm. probably there's lots of things that are more profitable than what we do, Um, but I, I had this one conversation with a guy. When we first started this, he pulled into a Love's gas station, and he, was a, he must have been in his 80s, and he said, oh yeah, I've got three or four of these. I do fares. And he, he, he looked at me, and he said, just don't be in a rush to make money. Like he said, just, just don't be in a rush to make money. So I, I have the feeling that if we do something that's quality, which has a connection with people, mm-hmm. Over the long term, it will be good, and you know you can replicate it if you do it right. I mean, that's what McDonald's did, even though we don't eat McDonald's, or, or you know, for various reasons, right? But uh, if you do something right, and you can just repeat it right, then you can be successful. You don't have to chase the dollars immediately. There's so many ways at these festivals and things to serve some some kind of food and, and get a lot more money than we get. But the idea is is that we're kind of put in um something of ourselves into it and over the long term probably it will reap the benefits you know by the time the, the arti- baby comes the, along
3: the artistic value of what you do is what yeah. i'm looking at so you could put a pancake on a stick you know something that's off-centered like crepes i mean i have never heard of a crepe truck i'm being very honest so you come over and they have pancake on a stick or they have what was that, when you took me to that that thing with Alana, they had that was a
4: South Florida Fair, that yeah.
3: Thing. They had the weirdest things in there. They had chocolate covered whatever. Everything was covered bacon, chocolate covered bacon.
4: There was, everything had bacon in it. It was just like, oh my God. But I think they're there for what, a month at a time? And...
3: But that truck that they did all sh- that from, sh- multiple trucks, yep. they had niches. They were doing different things. Um, I think that if you put something that goes with the, the crepes, something a little bit out there. I mean, you're a comedian. You can actually do a side show where people are serving the food. I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff. I
5: actually do, we write songs as well and do, do music, but yeah. yeah, so yeah, we do all sorts and it's just, uh, just I don't <laughs> know which direction we're gonna go in, but we, we, just, do, we just do us and do uh, different forms of creativity and um, you know, just whatever hey, happens. Having fun. Yeah, we can yeah, I don't know how to be like a successful business people tend to be very very boring as far as I can work out. The ones I've worked for and the the things that I've cuz basically you just get this thing in your brain, this is how I do this and I just got to keep repeating it and get better. The creative side of you is like, "Well, what about this? What about that? What how can you do this?" And so the I think the way we're approaching it is just don't take any of it too seriously. Um, just find what fits for, for the community where you are, and then maybe try to replicate that. So at some point we, we may do something different. I think the thought of having a cafe is quite exciting for us because mm-hmm. you, know, you get to com- connect to the people. So maybe we can start up a whole bunch of cafes, and uh, you know, but, uh, maybe put lots of, I mean the art that you guys have on the wall here is uh, fantastic, you know, something with a bit free-spirited like mm-hmm. that with this French thing, because French, I mean, I don't know how you connect to French, but like they're very artistic. I used to work for a French guy that used to be, um, I, I think, quite a significant artist back in the 60s in France or something. But, you know, that guy was like, everything is this and everything is that and whatever you want to do is okay And and uh, you want to do this? It's fantastic. No one cares. Don't don't be so worried about what people think of you and what they say and this and that. So it it would be nice if the cafe had a little bit of that in it, you know, like this is just great. That's all it is. Who cares about this? You know, this and that this is, you know, so it's like that vibe in there. I think America could do with a little bit of that, like not taking itself quite so corporately and seriously, you know what I mean? But it's the
4: nice part is that you get to travel. You could even set it up as like a little cafe. So you put out- Traveling
5: cafe th- to the yeah. Mennonites. Exactly.
4: <laughs> it's a traveling cafe and you, st- you know, people would like to get uh, a crepe and maybe a cup of coffee and you have yeah. to put out two cute little tables. And yeah. then it's just about drawing them in and yeah. sit down for a moment so you're not yeah. sitting in the grass. Okay. And it's just the atmosphere Do a drum borders. Circle? Do a drum circle. <laughs> you know have the baby right there yeah. so many so many but choices yes <laughs> natural
5: birthing classes <laughs> so many choices we like that it's fresh and it's not fried
6: because everything is fried yes
5: yeah no grease so
6: it's something that's different so I worked people in that Burger don't King want that as a kid. it
5: draws oh in. you don't
3: fry this
4: at all
5: no, no. we don't even have a it it's like fat, skilleted right? no it's
4: what skilleted
5: is that a, word? On a skillet but
4: it's a
6: it's, you know, it's a, big,
5: a big, flat, circular, round Where you make eggs in. Made from cast iron. And then iron. you turn it over? Have you
4: ever seen the show yeah. Feeding Phil? Or Who Feeds mm. Phil? Wait a minute. Hold on We a second. haven't
5: watched TV seriously for about two I years. I think it's you on
4: know?
3: Netflix. you wait got minute, to see this. You make one of those. At a time. You flip it, and then you put like it Like a egg. pancake. You make one at a time? Yes. Two
6: pads.
3: Everything's fresh for the customer. Well, why can't
6: we have
4: 12 pads? <laughs> Not you
6: enough
4: need, space. You need... That's we why your idea of, of making them and keeping <laughs> yeah, them warm, and then you have to see Feed, <laughs> Feed Phil or Who's Feeding Phil on Netflix. And he goes to all these places and he tries all of these things. And he was talking about making a tortilla the other day in Mexico and how hard it is because you get it flat and you put it between the paper and then you go to put it on the skillet and it breaks apart. So there's a whole art. Yeah. To this, yeah. mm-hmm. but the art does not mean it's fast food, right? 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 No, there's there's artisan creativity mm-hmm. to this, so it's yeah. a whole different feel. Artisan. Like I could see you guys down in Wilton Manors or a different different types of festival than maybe fireworks where they're needing hamburgers and hot dogs and you got kids. Right. More of like an outdoor Las Olas kind of Wilton Manors feel.
3: They got two skillets.
4: Are you understanding they the vibe now skills. a little bit more?
3: I do. They need a bigger truck. Now that truck. it's
4: one thirty, you got that? <laughs> Show a picture of the truck. They need a bigger truck. I think they got it. You took some pictures, right? You can also put Florida crepes in on Instagram, and it pulls up as well. I wish we were trying them. They need a bigger <laughs> truck. I know.
3: Now I know what the problem is. They need more merchandise out there. So you I wonder if you could do that like a, like a, a line, right? So you set up 12, and you flip them behind you. Oh, you would need a lot of room
5: yeah we could <laughs> we could set up a line of people and one could <laughs> do the circle the next one could add something the next one could add something mm.
3: yeah, yeah that's great well that's the other thing you so, had stuff that was in them yeah um, so you have the you have it in front of you what you're putting in to
6: the side yeah
3: how many of those movable parts are there like 20 oh. how many fillers you got
5: um, um well there's 10 different crepes and some of thing. those ingredients are you know, when we were researching, how big is your menu supposed to be for a food truck? The the kind of going consensus is you put as few as you can, but repeat a few of the things in them so that you can do it. So we have ten different menu items, and we do one special, which was a disastrous flop last night. <laughs> we got one order like, no, 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 last night. One so you've got
4: like Nutella and strawberry Nutella and banana, peanut there's butter tr- and banana, mm-hmm. and then they've got ham and cheese, of course, spinach ham and cheese. And there's it's out, it's out it's here. Outside, yeah. yeah
3: you need a bigger truck we you need two sizes this plus yeah. another well ours is 17 feet we need 34.
5: yeah <laughs> you need 34. <laughs> so oh but gosh, we I need a v350 so or whatever there. it is for that
3: <laughs> well they gave you a small spot
4: so you travel <laughs> this is this hooked to your rv um it, well, we
5: it was pretty... we went and did some shows up up north a little bit Georgia and South Carolina, pulling that behind our RV. How'd this go on,
4: Georgia and South Carolina? How'd the crepe situation go there? It
5: went quite well. Well, again, we were doing these festivals. Mm -hmm. So we went to three hot air balloon festivals organized by the same people that were like two or three weeks apart. And that was our baptism of fire. (laughs) So we thought as soon as we start doing this, let's go somewhere where we know there's lots of people. Mm. And um, so we got our butts kicked (laughs) because then we had to hire people. But it was amazing how we found the people to help us because we needed someone on the register so that we could both be making these things yeah. as quick as possible
3: so you were selling so many you had to bring people help you to take yeah because it's, so we could both it's not the this b- isn't a it's, sale
5: problem this is you need a bigger truck yeah it's not um <laughs> it's it's like as far as making like the biggest bang for your buck it's, as i said before it's not the best product it's just the most best fit for what we do because we're one of the only people there's only a handful of people doing this mm-hmm. you know in different parts of the country and they're it's kind of like a I niche
4: like I need to go get a crepe
5: I need to get a bigger truck
4: <laughs> how do
3: you heat up the uh, the skillet uh
5: propane. Propane.
4: propane were you ever in the food business before
5: well I've done one little I worked at Burger King as a student <laughs> and glasses. now I can never hardly ever eat Burger King the stories about <laughs> Burger King
4: Josh knows he's like yep yeah, got that
5: I saw my worst act of weirdness in Burger King, but I can't even tell you on public TV. But a homeless person doing something very strange in a in a laboratory. But we can't talk about that. But anyway, that puts me off of uh, Burger King. Wait a minute,
3: I got a question to ask you. I could have sworn, maybe I'm wrong, that there was a machine that you put this the ingredient in, and it shoots out. It, it shoots out a uh, a, a finished crate. No. There has to be. You know we have to call. Oh, we got to call Steve. Like art. Steve, uh, New York Sound, because he works at a place that sells these machines, and you put the stuff in on the top, and it. Sh- I thought he worked at a bank. Well, he went to work, there, but he still has connections. <laughs> That's what we need. We need a crate maker.
4: Well, they've got these great food <laughs> halls. I heard there's a great food hall now in Doral. I think there's one in South Beach. There's one up in, I think they're building one in Tampa. You know who built it? Lady Anne just built a food hall over in Tampa. She might have
3: a crepe maker, too. Oh, yeah, we can send you over there. you are sell But we got to sell more than 120. They're going to, you're going to be 200, yep. 300 of these bad boys. And we need a machine to shh, shh. Sh- and you just shoot them out and you fill them and you. Like Desi and
4: Lucy where she's just on the chocolate assembly line and she's mm-hmm. going for her and figuring it out all the way along. Yeah. That, too. All right, you ready to take a commercial break? Here. I think it would be a great idea <laughs> They'll be around the block. I what want would you put cream. in a crate? Everything. A kitchen sink.
3: What's the kitchen sink? Everything,
4: Everything. Got. <laughs> you got. Everything. You would do ham but- and cheese and mayonnaise. I don't know if oh, I would do that in a crate. I was at my sister's last night. They make, I don't know if you know this, mayonnaise and ketchup already mixed. Yeah. You've seen that? I created that. They make it in a jar. It's already sold. It's like a Freddy. It should be called the Freddy.
3: Somebody took my idea, <laughs> and they put it in a jar. It's a
4: thing. <laughs> have you have ever seen this? Well, now they put it in a <laughs> they jar. Put it in, they put yeah, it in a jar. Yes. Now so so it's put in a jar. No more. I, it's in a squeeze. I, I took <laughs> McDonald's
3: to court. I'm still there. Thirty-five years later. That's the secret sauce. It's
4: in a squeeze bottle now. When it's heavy on the mayo, not so much on the ketchup. I tried it yesterday. No, you need a drop a ketchup. I'm telling. That's all it was. It's heavy on the mayo. You would love this. I've been telling you this for seven years. You would I love, this. love it. I'm very upset. And now Hellman's—they make vegan mayonnaise. Yeah, I, I saw that it. too.
3: Hellman fish. mayonnaise. Uh, mayonnaise. Uh,
6: see,
4: <laughs> the I grew up always mixing those bowl together. Bowl Mayonnaise. So I was thinking to you yesterday, I was like, you would love this.
3: What's that <laughs> thing that they put on the truck and, and they have the powder all over it? It's like- Powdered sugar? No, the- No. A fried the, dough? Yeah. What's it called? It has a
4: name. Fried dough? Yeah. Fried dough?
3: Oh, he doesn't want fried.
4: Uh, I'm going to- I'm going
3: gonna <laughs> to make a call. I bet you they sell a crazy A funnel
4: maker. cake. That's what they're That's called. That's the thing with the whole- No, the funnel cake is like <laughs> the fried dough where you- Put all the powdered sugar on it.
3: Is that what it's called? Yes, a funnel cake. cake. Yes. Yeah, but that's fried. Yes. He don't want fried. But
4: you just asked me what the fried dough was. I'm thinking
3: the things that aren't fried.
4: I don't have to tell you. We baked. need a bigger truck. <laughs> We're gonna take a commercial break. <laughs> Stay tuned. Give us a call. <laughs> Kenny, Freddie, Freddie, Kenny. Love. Thank you
10: for calling. Stay tuned. We'll be right Thank back. From your very own Brooklyn Cafe, show coffee the official coffee of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. You can pick up a bag from us, or two. Contact us at 866-224-5422, or just stop on by. We're at 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard, Suite 13. Come on in grab a bag of our signature Brooklyn Cafe coffee. The cafe doors are always open. Welcome to Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet radio, TV production company, discover Amp2TV. Amp2TV is a full-service media company that can provide all streaming videos, video studios, radio studios, and television studios. Call us today at 866-224-5422. For no business is too small to grow to be accounted it's time for your message to be seen let ant2tv help get you there
2: i'm heidi wild and the only moisturizer i use on my skin is javon's desired radiance javon's quality starts with producing the goat milk of the blue herd it could make your skin look and feel younger and more radiant just like mine and now, there's a Javon's Desired Radiance for Men, too. Order now and find out for yourself at javon.com.
6: Artist Rosie Sherman paints her passions to share with everyone. Expressing herself through bold and vibrant colors, her suggestion and style are always in flux. Inspired by travels, nature, romance, and the human spirit, Rosie makes sure her depiction of women are strong and proud. Her landscapes illustrate the changing seasons in the diverse world that we live in. To find her artwork in the multiple medias you can purchase, visit rosiesherman.pixels.com. Welcome to Lost Harbor Spirits, a world where pirates inspire our spirits, treasures remain undiscovered, and flavors are infused with the essence of mysterious voyages the distillery became one of the few women-owned craft spirits production sites in the U.S. From our award-winning spirits of vodka and rum to delicious gin, we're always coming up with some new and exciting flavors to keep your cocktails delicious and fresh. Contact Palm Beach Distillery at lostharborspirits.com to take a tour or purchase your favorite spirit at your local liquor store.
9: Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money and they can take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter right over here that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you right now. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And hey, we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and we'll fight really hard to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time right now can save you thousands of dollars. And the best part, it's a free call. So please call right now.
7: Call 800-651-4808.
0: Been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie
4: All I know is I made my soup last week. I burnt the pot. So
3: how do you so burn So I need another I need another pot I need soup. another
4: pot. So I how tried to scrub that? it and I couldn't get it all to burn off. So I'm like, it'll add flavor, so I made my soup again to the burnt pot.
3: How does one burn a pot making? One leaves
4: the food on the stove and goes to work out.
3: So it evaporated and it burned?
4: Pretty much. It's okay. Are you I serious? mean, it didn't evaporate, just some of the liquid did. It was fine. And then I I made it again, but yeah. You have to get the right skillet and the right. Right. Do you have like the gold, do you like to cook? You like to cook? Not really. No,
5: <laughs> just kidding. just kidding. Just kidding.
4: No, what do you do for a living? You a, cook. a chef.
5: <laughs> Just comfort food, really.
4: What's your favorite crepe that you guys make? Um,
5: well, the fully loaded one, which has got tomato, cheese, ham, mushrooms. That's pretty much it.
6: Sounds delicious. Spinach Sounds like we need as lunch. Well. everything in it. That's what people will often ask, what's your favorite one? So that's always what I say is number 10, which is has everything in it. I can't quite figure out your accent. <laughs> My she accent changes. is a little bit of Pennsylvania, a little bit of Florida, and a little bit of British.
4: It's a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit of <laughs> all these things all rolled into one. So what are you going to do yeah. with the baby? He, she, they're going to stay with you when you're making the crepes? Yeah, we're going to figure that out. You're going to see like a bouncy seat on the outside yeah, in the yeah, cafe. A <laughs> crepe baby. A and crepe
6: yeah. baby.
3: Then they're going to say, man, we should have listened to that guy from the Bronx who made a crepe maker. <laughs> but what
4: a great Instagram post it'll be. You wrap the baby, you swaddle the baby, and like, here's your crepe. Right. Like, you can That's do all this kind over. of fun stuff Get with a the baby. Get a crepe blanket. Right? You can do so many great things. It's all about Maybe branding. you
6: while I take orders.
4: <laughs> all about branding. What did you do before you did arts and crafts and then before you had the crepe truck? What did I do? Yeah.
6: What
3: was your job? So,
4: <laughs> I was a nanny in the past,
6: and then right before we did the crepe truck, I was doing deliveries for DoorDash and Uber.
4: I wanted flexibility. They're truly gypsies. This is like the coolest story ever. She was a nanny ever.
3: in the past.
4: She <laughs> took care of babies. So she was a nanny, then a food deliverer, and then they do arts and crafts, and now they do a food truck. What's next? More food trucks. Um,
3: you need a bigger truck.
5: well i i quite like the idea of having a cafe and then having a few different having a few cafes and then um that's kind of it in the short short term that's quite a big goal i mean i've been homeless in my life so that's that would be like phenomenal for for you know for us and everything so i've had quite quite a hard time different times in America. On the, I was on the streets of Baltimore for quite a while, so even to, uh, to have a successful business like that in its own would be fantastic, but um, apart from that specifically, maybe start something with the Liège Bel- Belgian Waffles as well, because they're quite a unique, awesome food, and yeah. it would be good to maybe have um, sort of two different types of cafe. One, uh, Paris Street Food Cafe, with the experience which we're creating, which we can put our heart into. And then Liege Belgian Waffles, which is like a, a sweet waffle, which is, it's kind of like a um, a waffle on steroids. You, you said you'd had one, right? So they're pretty unique. And to um, so do some different toppings and stuff on that. So we've got this unique, unique experience in both of those things would be nice. And then, um, yeah, that's kind of the short, that, well, that's the short to medium term and then um
4: traveling cafe could be a whole lot of fun
5: yeah i guess i guess or you want a brick
4: and mortar you want a real coffee if it was kind of in the right cafe.
5: place because yeah. you know uh are we're, we're not restaurant restauranteers or uh you know <laughs> <laughs> whatever the, like uh, three musketeers a restauranteer or whatever it's called yeah. so we're not really like uh professionals or anything but it would be nice to establish something which was successful enough so that you could hire people on and um you know show them how to do this and then you know have a successful business um,
4: how far are you from Tampa
5: oh quite far yeah about four hours we're in Jacksonville that's
4: what I thought
3: Jacksonville's up north.
4: but we're but in Tampa isn't she or is she in Jacksonville
3: she's in Tampa, Tampa but they she does events in Tampa Georgia Atlanta uh, but it's it's very inexpensive to do her event that's the first good deal and I don't know of anybody who has a truck like yours that's the second good deal I mean you talk and you'll see if it's for you it's not for everybody but they do really really well on the Saturday shops that's very very well so so more to come um, I, what I'm intrigued is that at least you have different ideas of what you want to do you're not quite sure what it is and that's really what's going on with the community right now everybody's like you know what do I do next how do I make my dollar go further? Inflation eats away at my expenses. You know, what you were making um, $2,000 and you came home with a certain profit margin, it's now less because people that buy the program is less. Now, I thought that crepes was a breakfast food. I was thinking of, of syrup and butter and powder, but you guys are treating it like ham and cheese and Cabano, yeah the it's family, different. And they saw sorts and stuff you could do
5: it crate. yeah it 's different to that in Europe. you know one of our customers come up and uh, that there was a, a guy a guy of his um, partner came up from Poland, and then you know you didn 't have to tell them anything because they made a beeline in this big festival with all these different food trucks they are like because like once you 've experienced them, you know um in whichever community you're from, if you if you just have a bit of exposure to them, then you know it's kind of like oh yeah no I, that's what I want to go and get and there's no grease there's no deep fat frying so you don't really have to cross that whole
11: Fair you know food. do I want to
5: feel yucky right. afterwards yeah. like we we both um, been on quite strict diets for quite a while so it's just a good fit for us you know mm-hmm. we could deep fry something and make five times as much money but you know it's like it's it's a little bit of your authenticity in it you know if you don't yeah. do that. I was um about I was about eighty pounds heavier at one point, so I've come quite far and what kick started that was my son was vegan for a while and he and he was living with me going to school to do his music and everything and uh, he made me do it for a while he made me go vegan I was like <laughs> so hard you like everything you enjoy is in the list of things that are not vegan basically and it but it kick it kick my metabolism in such a way that I kind of got over it was, like really good it's like that shift, that change, you know? And then even even though I'm not vegan anymore, he's not vegan anymore. He's gone through that phase and he's out the other side. Um, we're still pretty strict about what we eat and, you know, we hardly ever do anything that's like typical fast food. We'll break down and go to get one of those taquito things at a gas station if you're absolutely, you know, haven't <laughs> eaten for three days and there's nothing else. But uh, apart from that, you know, we, we're pretty strict, you know, we make everything from scratch. Jesse's trying to eat mostly organic because of being pregnant you know yeah. so um
4: do you know if you're having a boy or a girl not yet you're going to find out they there going to be a surprise um well hopefully next week oh yes you're going to find out okay. very yeah. nice
5: yeah i'm going to get the little guy in this first media presentation on video
4: <laughs> well congratulations Ooh. on losing the weight and making the commitment i think thank you um kathy with the professional rule breaker would be is perfect to even work with essentially a startup business on repurposing and, and branding and all of those things that I talked to her about today.
3: Aren't we going Thursday to the vegan mobster? What is it? Mafia? Plant-based
4: mafia, yes. Plant-based mafia. No.
5: Vegan
3: Italian food vegan in Palm Because I was vegan Yeah, too. you can
5: do it really good, okay. can't you? Yes. They
3: changed it now, where now you can do things that taste like things we right. like, right. and it's all plant-based.
5: I didn't have any of those when I was being forced to do it. I was going, <laughs> I was going the old school, you know, you're just going to eat this, that, and you're just going to eat that. But we f- we found a vegan food truck the other day, and that was incredible. That what they they yeah. did things which was basically like ribs. I was like, how how are you getting away with this? <laughs> they you can really do that if you if you're willing to have a lot of salt and, shur- and um, sugar in the mix. That's the kind of compromise I'm yeah. finding that's a bit hard to overcome with vegan. Is that you you basically have to have a whole bunch of that added in to compensate for it for the flavor to, to do it without right. sacrificing that side of things. Cause as soon as you have too much sugar and salt you're basically kind of playing the same game as if you were eating anything yep. else you know yeah. exactly true. so but i i believe that there's people probably the people that you're going to see are probably doing it really well mm. um maybe we should think about that too <laughs> right a
4: healthy vegan food <laughs> truck yeah, sure not the high sugar do the crepe thing but
5: then a caterer, a guy came up i felt so sorry for him yeah. last night because he wanted a vegetarian crepe and uh, you know it was so it was so hard i was trying to appease the guy because you know we have basically some products that you could classify as vegetarian but our crepe plates you would mix up what you do on them so there's no way I'm gonna say to a really strict vegetarian no this would never no no ham has ever touched this product Uh, You know, and (laughs) I felt like I was doing some sort of (laughs) microaggression at the guy because I I couldn't say categorically and I could see I was like, I was feeling his pain. He was like, well, no, no, you know, just he just wanted me to say that there would be no way any meat would touch this and I couldn't do it. Um, It
6: wouldn't because it's inside of it, but we can't guarantee that.
5: We we provided a safe space, which was a different food truck, (laughs) and we were all okay at the end of the experience. (laughs) But it was it was tough.
2: That's Very
6: funny. cool. We've had a lot of people come up, um, even in like the last week, right? Be like, oh, I just came back from France or I just came back from Paris. Like, I think people are I'm traveling more. I'm so excited more. to see your truck, so it's, it's pretty
4: cool. Yes, people my daughter just got back from France actually Saturday Sunday <laughs> see night. See what I
5: mean? Everyone's <laughs> yeah, just come back like from France.
4: So many people. Yep, she just got back to so the food is unbelievable. Yeah, and the wine, cool. she said, is just, You could have, I don't know if you can do wine, but effortlessly <laughs> flowing. She said... It was never an empty glass. She and the and they each had a bottle of wine at some point.
5: And the funny thing is, is because when they were doing research into all this, like right, kids, because they, they let kids like 12 or so drink in No, my
4: daughter's 30. She's old enough
5: to drink. I, well, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I hear you. Um, but basically they do, right? So they did some research into alcoholism. Because in the UK, you can drink at um, 18. Here it's twenty one, but yep. they're a lot more strict in the UK. But because they're quite lenient like that in France and different and Italy, they have a lot less problems with um severe alcoholism than they do in, in countries like where I come from. Because I, I my my father had a drinking problem all of his life, you know. But the thing is it's in the mentality of the people it's completely um it's like a safe way to just drink and they don't see it as a tool anything other than um, sort of social bonding in a way. It's just an extension of like warmth towards each other. Oh, here, have a little bit of wine. Uh, Joey, you might only be three and uh, I'll change your diaper after, but you know, have a little <laughs> bit of wine. The, the, they just think it's okay, you yeah, know, it never cultures. becomes an issue because <laughs> they don't ban it, you know.
3: In different you
4: cultures. A little wine. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be kind of cool if you could sell beer and wine to go with the crepes, a whole little cafe and espresso machine.
5: The espresso machine I was like talking about tea? yesterday, yeah. you have to sort of uh, set that up quite carefully with the food truck because you don't have the mains water going into it, and so you have the um, the power that you need for it. So mm. it's kind of a specialist thing. It's almost like doing a separate truck, wow. um, because you have to put that much thought into it because of how much water it's going to use, mm. and um, you know with the regulations and everything, you know you've got to have hot water to do your dishes in a self-contained unit. Mm. That's the way they treat it in Florida. Is like. You know, you're a self-contained thing, so you have to be able to function without somebody else, and then the coffee gets added into that, so you can imagine how much water you'd need, and you want it to be a certain quality. And the machines have to be really good, because otherwise, you're gonna, you know, you can't just put a kerrig in the corner and hope for the best.
4: <laughs> water comp. No. You know, I,
5: I have a machine that you put the espresso. Yeah, we do that.
3: It, it, it's a little, it's a machine like this. It has a coffee on one side and a little espresso on the oh. other and you pop one, of, I'm gonna tell you what you need is a bigger truck, and you pop one of those there, and there's your espresso, which I think will go really good with the crate. Well, we pipe. do
5: the little pots at home, you know, the ones that you do on oh, the, the little gas stove? Yep. Like the yeah,
3: but is that espresso, that's more like- They have yeah, espresso pots. Yeah, it's espresso. espresso pot? Yeah, but that's not school old school. Espresso. You gotta take it, you gotta bang it out to clean it, put some more, and go,
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's all part of the experience see? Yeah. That's like making a crepe, circle, bang it out. Like it's all part of the same thing, you know? It's
4: a whole lot of time, a whole lot of banging going on. People find you by high, hashtag Florida crepes.
5: Yeah, on Instagram yep. and um, Facebook. Facebook, awesome. For the old people in the world, Facebook apparently is <laughs> where all the old people go now.
4: Like Did us. you
3: know that? What it's, do you call? on Facebook when you put money in for a cause, An ad? No. What's it called? No.
4: A fund me? Go fund me?
3: We're going to do a GoFundMe. to get a bigger truck.
4: Okay. All right. We're, we're partnering with you guys on that. And we I'm going to tell you
3: something, you never know. people are crazy. Those 4,500 people who did not get minus 120, who did not get a crate last <laughs> night, we'll do a go fund me to get a bigger truck
4: bigger truck more room thank you guys so much for joining us thank you for having it us it's been a pleasure i hope you take a bag thank of coffee you. we will first coffee on the truck
5: we will. we will our crew
4: is very busy doing what they're doing everyone's working and doing but we've got some great new things coming out of the studio coming up tonight we're seven o'clock live tell us your biz brooklyn cafe show after hours maybe we we'll send point. that over we've got frank Rafola. we're going to bring all those books with us
3: Tell us your biz, no.
4: What are we doing? Cafe after hours?
3: No. What, I, don't, I don't know. I what thought are we Frank doing? was doing. T- is it tell us your biz or after hours?
4: Whatever you want to do.
3: Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. What are you doing?
4: Uh, we can brand it however You're which way you them. want. I mean, I'm trying to get you, you awake in. is what I'm trying to do. It's 2 o'clock. This hangover from yesterday is like, wow.
3: We have a 7 o'clock tonight. Yes. What are we doing? Frank. No, I know that's the guest. What are we, I think what's the name of the show? I
4: think it's Cafe After Hours. Okay. So that's, we'll send that over. It's new? I think. Just like we did on Thursday with CC.
3: That was tells you a bit.
4: No, we played after hours on Thursday. Oh,
3: so I guess we're doing the cafe after. Oh, and, I know why you want to do it.
4: And then we've got Jordana Foster at 730. We've got rebooted the podcast with Alita. She'll be coming in any three minute. O'clock. 3 o'clock with that. And our crew is busy working on some new branding and some new ideas. They're very quiet, so I'm not quite sure what they're doing. They're and sleeping. Bailey and Kira are in there, so I'm a little nervous on what's going on in the other room.
3: They're probably sleeping.
4: I don't know what they're doing.
3: Is that a thing that women do? What? You paint one
4: fingernail different than the others? One on each hand, yes. Isn't that kind of cute? That's kind of weird. Why? Who does that? Everybody.
3: Everybody paints one thing on one nail? Yes.
4: What do you got on yours? A flag. A flag? American flag, yeah.
3: On, on these fingers?
4: My ring fingers. Your ring American flag. flag, yeah. Because yesterday was the 4th of July. And that's a thing? Yes.
3: I find out crepes isn't a breakfast meal no more. Plan Welcome to Florida.
4: Florida. Crepes aren't just for breakfast anymore, I, w- exactly. I, went,
3: I went to Greece, and I went to the island of Mykonos, and I asked for a pizza. And the guy brought me a ham and cheese sandwich. And the cheese was that white goat cheese thing, whatever that's called. Feta? Like, feta, feta? Feta. Feta, whatever. So I said to the guy, can I ask you a question? Where's the pizza? He says, there's a the pizza there. And then he's giving me this Italian accent. And he's Greek. And I said, this is not a pizza. This is a ham sandwich with cheese. So the guy goes, ah, you come back here. Show me how you make a pizza. So I went back there, and I said, do so you have sauce? Now, they didn't have regular pizza sauce. So I had to improvise with tomatoes and all that other stuff. And then I put chunks of the pizza in there, and I put it in there, and it came out, and I cut it up. The guy went crazy on me. He started inviting the whole town i was my, i was on my um honeymoon honeymoon and i had left my wife at the hotel because she wasn't feeling well and here i am making pizza for the next six hours so she comes looking for me we're drinking wine and having pizza
4: this was your honeymoon yeah
3: and she says to me what are you doing i said making pizza they put a sign freddy's pizza
4: <laughs> Friday's bodega everywhere he goes. It was ridiculous. It's been a pleasure having you guys join us. We had Bonnie with us. More to come later today. I Tomorrow we are live in New York on WGHT, 1500 New York City and 98.3 North Jersey. And I guess WNN now is now officially Oldies with Vic Canellis Radio, 95.3 and 96.9 FM, 1470 AM. So a lot of changes happening. Do I get a book? You can have a book. I guess you the key is. No. I'm not finished. There's another one.
3: I want the new one. I don't want the ones with your fingers.
4: Follow your time. passion, know your purpose, know your why, and keep it going. Have a great day, everyone. Stay safe. Please be kind to each other, and we'll see you in a little bit. Don't be
0: well that's about it for today. Even though the show's over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time.